Welcome back to another K-Dog and Fish podcast. Hello. Hello. We are very excited because we are ranking our favorite Will Ferrell film roles and characters, and it's going to be impossible. I actually think it's impossible. It's a hard podcast, man. It's been stressing me out. I've been thinking about it, and it's uh, that's why, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of our favorites. Mm-hmm. We'll have a, a list of whatever. I don't know how many are, like 12, 15 or something. And then at the end, we'll rank. And hopefully everyone listening as well will think about what their top three is. And you say right. your top three, and I'll say my top three. And it, I think that discussing these roles first will help us determine that. Oh yeah, okay. It's, it's going to be it's tough. hard. It's hard to even think of a top three. Yeah, like we yeah. love. Uh, we should preface this with letting you guys know: one, if you mm. follow K Dog and Fish, uh, you know we're huge film buffs. If you've listened to our podcast, seen our YouTube shows, or follow us on social media, we love comedy. We love funny. We love. And Will Ferrell is literally one of our favorite. Yeah. So the perfect podcast to try and determine ranking his his most iconic funny roles yeah it's gonna be tough it's tough it's tough because <laughs> I, I, I i don't think i can do it well, i think i'm gonna disappoint everybody just I, letting you know you're gonna in, let all of us down in 56 minutes i'm gonna let all of you down because <laughs> i don't i've already been thinking about this like literally losing sleep over this okay like you know i'm i'm going role versus movie okay do you know what i mean like, yeah, it can't be yeah. the good like how good the movie was. Yeah. It has to be his yeah. characters. I'll give you a, few, a pure example that before okay. we start, just to give you an example. Because I'm I'm thinking in my head, going, how many times have I watched this movie? Okay, but did I watch that movie solely because of Will Ferrell, or did I watch that movie because I love that f-ing movie? Yeah. So, pure example of that is Daddy's Home. Okay, I loved Daddy's Home. Yeah, both of them actually, one and two. But I loved it not just for Will Ferrell. I loved it for everybody. And of course, I loved it for, you know, the man, you know. So, gotcha. You know, the guy we love, Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Who steals the entire first movie. I could just (laughs) constantly just watch Thomas Hayden Church over and over again. But that's just not to get ahead of myself. But I'm just saying, to me, that was a huge ensemble cast that I just loved. Like, I love Lithgow. I loved Gibson in the the sequel. Mm -hmm. I love the way. Wahlberg and and they make a great team. Yeah, and Farrell yeah. played off each other. Yeah. So ranking him as his his role mm-hmm. wouldn't be in my top five. That's what I think this needs. But to the be movie separated. would be almost probably close to number one for me. Gotcha. Of movies that I, of his movies that I've watched the most. Yes, I've watched Daddy's Home a lot. And it, I I, one, I agree with yeah. you. It's one of the more in, enjoyable films as a film. Yeah, but for the, the for the sake of this podcast and these rankings it has to be characters so you gotta take the movie out of it okay 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 so we should kick things off i think with probably his oldest role now we're taking mm-hmm. out cameos we're taking out tv shows tv yeah. so if we're really kicking it off like the first not his first film appearance but yeah. his first major starring role and i would say co-starring role yeah. we're going back to 1998 for night at the roxbury yeah. which was an snl skit right uh turned snl film right. with chris Kattan yeah. and will ferrell playing their iconic 
uh, Butabi lose, brothers. Yeah, the Butabi brothers. The Butabi brothers. The, the yeah. loser, the lovable losers. Yeah, yeah. Who can't seem to get any action at the nightclubs. Yeah. And it turned it into a movie. So Will Ferrell's yeah. first uh, movie. Yeah. Really, like not again, not cameo, yeah. not supporting role appearance, but actually being a, a major star. Oh yeah, I I love that movie. I mean, again, so yeah. funny, so. But funny. now was. Yeah. If we look at the characters, yeah, I think if if memory serves, and I've watched Night at the Roxbury a few times, mm-hmm. Chris Kattan's the lead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah. even though they are co-stars, yeah. Will Ferrell. Uh, so how would you rank this performance as one of the Butabi brothers? No, he definitely was a supporting actor in this for sure. No doubt about that. This was Chris Kattan. I mean, you can't at that point. You're following Corky Romano. That's yeah. all there is to it. Don't even try to upstage me. You know? So I think Corky Romano came out after. Probably, probably. I'll have to check the Golden Globe nominations on that. But um yeah, you'd be searching for that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. Um he definitely he was starring, but not starring. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right. It was totally a Chris Catan movie for sure. So yeah. yeah, I'm thinking like and again, we're gonna discuss each role briefly and mm-hmm. then we'll come up with our top. But I wouldn't put his character as one of the Batabi brothers because he wasn't Will Ferrell yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of dialogue either. Correct. So, but having said that, still a great movie. So funny. But I wouldn't put it anywhere in my top. Who 10. stole the movie? Uh, <laughs> Chaz Palminteri. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna Chaz say. Palminteri. <laughs> yeah. Did you grab my ass? Did you grab my ass? Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. <laughs> Dewey. I know your tricks, Dewey. I know your tricks, Dewey. You and I say that like twice a week, you know? So that's really what this boils down to is how yeah. many times do you and I quote some Will Ferrell movie Correct. every week? Probably every f***ing day. I would say you know? every, I would say daily. Daily, something yeah. comes out of us from Anchorman yeah. or Semi-Pro, Semi-Pro or something. Yeah. Semi-Pro for sure. But yeah. So yeah. So Night of the Roxbury, funny movie. I could still remember when I was still being a manager, being a manager, being a manager with uh, Rogers Video and we were at that conference in Banff. Yeah. And I remember um, they were giving out gift bags um, as we were going into this conference of some seminar of some bullshit that we had to listen to. Okay. And um, I remember with the gift bag had a screening copy of Night at the Roxbury. Nice. And I thought I won the lottery. <laughs> and I remember all the other Rogers video managers who were all so much older than me couldn't give a shit. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my God, I've actually got a VHS copy of Night at the Roxbury. Nice. I remember I came home and I'm pretty sure I went straight to your house back from Bam and we watched it over and over and over again. So, yeah. Classic moments. Yeah. But launched, theoretically launched him. It, to you know, being able to, a certain to do degree. movies. Yeah. yeah. To, he to was be still doing degree. SNL yeah. at that time. Of course, mm-hmm. he didn't leave SNL until the mid 2000s. Right. But he, uh, I, that definitely kicked off his movie role appearances. Mm-hmm. And then next we had, now it's not a starring role, but mm. it was enough to garner to be on this list was Mugatu, mm-hmm. um, iconic villain in the Zoolander film back in 2001. Yeah. And it was such a crazy character. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth mentioning on this list. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Zoolander fan. No. I'm just not. I'm, I'm really not. I've, I've only seen it once. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just not a huge fan. I think I love Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, of course. The two of them nailed the roles. Yeah. But, and, and Will Ferrell was okay. Blue Steel. Yeah, Blue Steel. And I all think that it was funny, just but... over the top, yeah. and which made it more memorable. Yeah. I remember when we got in the Funko Pops yeah. uh, for Zoolander, everyone wanted the Mugatu. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it was okay. Uh, it's, 
by no means going to be in my top 10, but again, worth mentioning, worth mentioning. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was in it now and more of a supporting role. He was actually, you know, the star or third star, I guess. I say. guess third banana. Third yeah. banana. Yeah. 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 Um, so now next on this list are, are 2003. Mm-hmm. He had two, which is arguably going to be. In, at least in one of our lists for top three, mm-hmm. maybe we even have to do top five. I don't know if we can do top three. I don't think I can do top. I don't think I can do top five, but top three. <laughs> so yeah. in two thousand three, he had two films: one in an ensemble cast comedy that you and I still quote to this day as well, old school. And then, yep. if you've ever seen the Netflix documentary about the how did this get made holiday versions, they did a whole thing on Elf. Yeah, and I remember you and I seeing that in the theater for your birthday. Yep, back in two thousand three and dying. Yeah, yeah like yep. I watch it every Christmas now. Oh yeah, um, you got. Yeah. I actually got that tin. Yeah. Uh, the Blu-ray tin box. The Blu-ray set. tin box set, and yeah. I've showed it now to my kids. Yeah, Elf is like. Uh, I don't even know what to discuss first. I think because old school now, even though they were both released in the same year, mm-hmm. I remember from that documentary on Netflix that uh, old school came out first, and mm-hmm. it scared the studio right. about Elf. So let's discuss old school first. Okay, old school. Obviously, yeah. his character, yeah, Frank the Tank. Yeah, he stole the movie. He did. He stole the whole movie yeah. for sure. Because again, again, I'm, the poster's right there. I'm staring at it. Right. Yeah, and we love that. Movie. It's Luke Wilson, Will Ferrell, and Vince Vaughn. Yeah. You know, but Frank the Tank what, was, stole the was, movie at that point. Was Vince Vaughn a bigger actor than Will Ferrell? One hundred percent, I think so. Yeah, for sure. It was really a Vince yeah. Vaughn, Luke Wilson film. Yeah, and Will was like the the third character, mm-hmm. and it overshadowed like him again. He yeah. wasn't a movie star yet. He right. was Night at the Roxbury and and uh, a villain in Zoolander. He was yeah. not a mega movie star. Yeah, and Frank the Tank. Oh, I think stole the entire movie for sure he he was being what we know now as will ferrell being at his like extreme best at being comedic yeah honey you you think kfc still open (laughs) the streaking the streaking uh got a big day tomorrow you know (laughs) Maybe go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Maybe Home Depot. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if we'll have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is where I think would you say this is where he first got noticed for his for his his he already everybody already knows he's funny. Yeah, from SNL. But maybe this is where they saw him and said, Holy holy this guy might be able to to hold his hold his own in a, a a feature film on his own. Correct. You know? I think so. So other than I mean Elf obviously you saw the documentary. Mm-hmm. They took a massive chance on Will Ferrell. Nobody wanted to give him the role. He was the absolute perfect character for it. That's so, where I think that like we go next. If if mm-hmm. we're done talking about old school, I, old school. I mean, I definitely think I that might slip into my top five. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I just think is, Frank the Tank is so iconic as a character when you think about Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, there's some bigger ones that we'll get to in a mm-hmm. minute, but I. Frank the Tank just sticks out, like yeah. whether it was just getting hammered and going on stage with uh, when Snoop was there, the everything with the the kidnap with Blue, yeah. Um, he's it's he's always going to be Ron Burgundy and mm-hmm. Frank the Tank. I think those so. are the two roles everyone's at. Well, and Buddy the Elf, those are his three roles, right? You know, no one's going to remember him for as Alan Gimble and the other guys. You know, yeah. or, or oh, Brendan Huff and Step Brothers too. Oh, maybe we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. 
it's all right, so, so hard, Ricky Bobby. It's so hard. <laughs> it's too hard. Making yeah. this list is going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, so staying in 2003, mm-hmm. if we we got to go to Elf now, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you, you saw the Netflix documentary, they were adamant about the 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 producers who had mm-hmm. never done anything ever, right? And they got John Favreau, who'd never directed a movie ever. Right. Uh, now, of course, famous Mandalorian, Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man, and, yeah. and the Marvel movies. Yeah, he had never directed a film. I know he was a major like uh, between Swingers mm-hmm. and stuff he'd done with Vince Vaughn. Right, but he didn't actually direct those films. Right, right. So getting him to direct, he wrote the film. I know I think he, he directed wrote- Made. Oh, maybe he. That was, oh, that's, that's right. right. He directed Made, and that was his only movie he had done before. Correct, Elf. you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, he wrote Swingers mm-hmm. and starred in it with him and Vaughn, and mm-hmm. then the two of them did Made, mm-hmm. and he did direct that. Mm-hmm. But he had that was an indie mm-hmm. and not like a major studio film, and they were very. I, I know that from that documentary, they were very nervous about Will Ferrell being able to lead this film, mm-hmm. and to me, I don't think. Anybody could have pulled off a childlike innocence mm-hmm. in a grown-up body, mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe Robin Williams. Or, but I mean, at this point, he was too old in two thousand three. No, but Buddy the Elf had to be like really tall. Yeah, because that that's was true. that was even funnier. And he right? is really tall. And he is really yeah. tall. He's like six four or six yeah. five. So his height played into it as well i think i agree like that made it if it was i mean now again that you see how they use the whatever they, there's that oh set. perspective perspective yeah, yeah in terms of filming but regardless the fact that he was six four regardless is funny yeah even makes it even funnier when he's in the real world with uh with james con and stuff right but i can't so. think of another actor that mm-hmm. could pull off buddy the elf i don't know i don't think anybody could do it an right. elf elf was so good start yeah. to finish I, wa- I, I watch it like at least once every couple months. Really? It's, it's not just a Christmas movie. I watch it movie. once a year now. It's Christmas. not just a Christmas movie for me. I just love it. I love the mailroom scene still kills me. I love it. <laughs> I love it when he's in the mailroom scene. It just absolutely kills me. What is it? Yeah. It smells like... Yeah. Oh, it smells like it, mushrooms. Ca- something yeah. about Santa's workshop except this smells like mushrooms and everybody, it looks like everybody wants it's to hurt, hurt me. me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Buddy the Elf, yeah. I think... Uh, said I can lead a film, and I think his. If we're again, we're talking about his, ranking his roles, right? Not just the film mm-hmm. that I don't think he anyone else could have ever played that role to that that well, right? That you believe every second that he is this, yeah character i i 100 i totally agree yeah, yeah. I, I think it's iconic at this and point. i'm glad they didn't do a sequel yeah they were that was in the works well because the first one yeah. surprised everyone with how much money it made yeah i think will ferrell turned it down that's why but i know that i had, don't know how far it got into production whether it was written or not written but yeah i know it was in the works for sure hmm. well i'm glad they didn't so am i so, stays yeah. with the classic mm-hmm. now even though this is a cameo mm-hmm. this next one in 2005 was so weird and funny mm-hmm. and because we quoted actually yeah a lot i felt like it was worth mentioning on this list right and that's Chaz reinhold in wedding crashers mm-hmm. so throughout the whole movie it's luke wilson sorry no. um the other wilson. owen wilson <laughs> owen wilson <laughs> owen wilson get the wilson's right and vince vaughn yeah 
And they are lawyers who uh, crash weddings. If right. you've never seen Wedding Crashers, you've been living under a rock. Yeah. It is... One of the best comedies of all time. It's insanely yeah. funny. At one point, it was the highest earning R-rated film of all time. Right. So funny. What took it over? Hangover? Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool, De- yeah. Deadpool yeah. did for... Yeah. Although, could you really consider... Deadpool and a comedy. It's more of a comic book action film. Action but, comedy, either way. Either um, way. Yeah. So yeah, I think The Hangover mm-hmm. did beat, but at that time, yeah, um, Wedding Crashers was one of the highest grossing R-rated comedies of all time. Mm-hmm. And our uh, anyway, it's it's a classic. And there's they they reference Chaz the whole movie, yeah, about the guy who taught them the rules, right, for wedding crashing. And then you actually meet Chaz, and it's Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. and the whole mom, the meatloaf, yeah. Uh, it it's it's maybe like five minutes of, but it's that's what so I was gonna good. say. He's maybe the entire even later on at the funeral and stuff. He's maybe yeah. in it for six seven minutes max. Yeah, like that's it. But it's so good. it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I yeah. felt it was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. I think more of his starring role, roles will have more of an impact towards this list, yeah. but it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's so much fun. Honestly, <laughs> I just and then when I think about these movies, I just think back to so Wedding Crashers. You know, they're sitting around. I could just imagine them just getting like casting it up, and they've already got Owen Wilson and and this and again, this is all fantasy. This yeah. is just in my mind. You're just yeah. I got this you. is what this is, this is speculating. And they're sitting around and they're doing, you know, a script read and they still haven't, you know, they haven't filled the shoes for Chaz yet. They haven't cast anybody and Vaughn's reading it and, and thinking to old school and he's just like, Frank the Tank. Would you know? kill at this. And it's like, yeah. Will Ferrell. They're like, done. And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? That's it. He just calls him up right there and goes, what are you doing? Get in, get in your fucking car and get over here. You know, <laughs> let's go. You know, like to it's, me, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's the perfect person to play that role. It's worth mentioning on yeah. this list. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So it, then he gets a star again. I wouldn't even say this is, a, even though it is, uh, would you call this a buddy comedy or is he the star? No, he's the star. In 2006, yeah. Ricky Bobby is mm-hmm. the character we're talking about from Talladega Nights. Yeah. The first time he teams with... Uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. And they team again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, just the same way he does with Wahlberg yeah. really well. Yeah. And But Ricky Bobby mm-hmm. was really a great character. Yeah. I mean, a really funny character. If You can hear the train <laughs> uh, whistle <laughs> in our microphones now. I'd like to pause this podcast... <laughs> Because a train is going by. That, this train, is, that train goes by like once a day. And of course, it's going by the time we're right doing now, this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, our, yeah. our new studio, which we will, we're going to be, uh, once the pandemic is over, yeah. offering up studio tours yeah. and stuff to like hang out in the studio. Yeah. Um, you'll notice that across the parking lot are train tracks. <laughs> yeah. So this podcast brought to you by <laughs> Amtrak or C- C- CN? CN Rail. <laughs> Getting your shit to you on time. Oh my god! Anyway, yeah. uh, Talladega Nights, Shake and Bake, yeah, Ricky Bobby. How does this character sit with you? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a buddy comedy only because you're thinking to Step Brothers, where it became a, a true buddy comedy, right? Okay. Like, yeah. So, I still think John He's C. Riley was 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 sorry. Will Ferrell's a star. Will Ferrell's a star. I think John C. Riley was was second second fiddle, but also, I, I would say this is the first movie that John C. Riley showed that he was funny. You know what? And he has timing, and he can he can pull this off. I will go out with that because yeah, I remember yeah. seeing him in the musical Chicago. Mm-hmm. 
uh, three years yeah. before yeah, this. Yeah, Gangs of New uh, York. Gangs of New York. Yeah, he yeah. was a dramatic actor. He's not, you know, he was in most of the, um, uh, who's the guy that, uh, the weird bastard that did Magnolia and all that. <laughs> You know who I'm Paul talking? Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, yeah. You know that kid's. Yeah, he was in Boogie Nights. Yeah, he was in Boogie Nights. Yeah. He was in Magnolia. I think he was in all of that, right? Gotcha. So he was more of a well-known as 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 a, a heavy dramatic actor, and he made this jump to to comedy where he was he was good, and he was but really funny. He was and very I funny. actually think yeah. he's more known now mm-hmm. to like closer to this generation mm-hmm. as a comedic actor. Yeah, it's almost like everything he's done in the past is gone. Like nobody even remembers that anymore. Yeah. He's like, he oh, I remember in what's eating yeah. Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had all these amazing roles, and I, you know, got nominated for Oscars and Golden Globes, and they're like, yeah, no, you know, he can sing. Yeah, no, yeah, he got nominated for uh, Excuse Oscar me. and Golden Globe for Chicago. You're Dale Doback. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you're yeah, you're. Uh, who was his character in um, Talladega Nights? It uh, was it was Ricky Bobby and uh, oh. Carl Naughton Jr. or something like that. Oh, I don't remember. I oh, don't now remember. Gotta now you got to look it up. Yeah, it was it was funny. Yeah, it yeah was a something funny not in junior. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. they made yeah. like a fake racing name and it was really funny. I'll look yeah. it up. Um, yeah, I mean, Talladega Nights was, was, was funny. There's no doubt about it. Um, he was, it was a little over the top, um, which has made it even funnier. I was totally right. You know, Cal Naughton Cal Jr. Cal Naughton Jr. All right. Yeah. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen was really funny. Yeah. Um, dude that plays his dad. I can't remember his name. Oh, off the top Gary of my head. Cole from yeah. uh, Office, Office Space Lumberg. Yeah, Lumberg. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to put Ricky Bobby in my top five, but I did enjoy it for sure. Yeah, as um, a character, though. Yeah. What? What? What are your? Yeah. Like I, I, I don't know. It was. It was just yeah. for me. It's. It's right in the middle. Yeah. Still a hilarious movie, but as far as iconic Will Ferrell characters, yeah, where is Ricky Bobby? You know sit well with you i think it's it's still up there mm-hmm. um but i think it, i think it's still farther behind a lot of the other stuff that he okay. did okay in my opinion all right that's but again that also again it's also my preference yeah you know and well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing here yeah, yeah we're ranking what your favorites are what my favorites are and then hopefully mm-hmm. everyone listening you guys are thinking about oh yeah what was what would be my top five yeah uh, so let's move on from Talladega Nights yeah. and go to, oh my God, I love this movie. Yeah, The year after Talladega Nights, uh, he stays in the sports genre actually for a couple more movies. Yeah. And this, so I actually think this character is funnier than Ricky Bobby. Well, that's where I was, that's exactly where I was going Chaz with Chaz Michael Michaels yeah. from Blades of Glory yeah. with uh, the dude from- John Heater. John Heater yeah. from Napoleon Dynamite. And Craig T. Nelson. And yeah, this is where, this is where I was going. Cause I was like, I don't okay. want to, I don't want to talk too much about Talladega Nights because if I was going Talladega Nights to Blades of Glory, I love Chaz Michael Michaels. He is hilarious. Now he's, if you yeah. haven't seen it, I, I feel like this is one of the more, uh, not as well known. Yeah, it isn't. It totally isn't. Uh, I agree if with that. You, we highly recommend it. If, I think it's on Amazon prime. I watched it a few months I back. I think it was on Netflix. It. I'm okay. not sure, but yeah. So yeah. watch Blades of Glory, two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh, he plays male ice skate, a uh, figure skater. Yeah, and uh, they get banned. Yeah, and uh, him and uh, John Heater. Yeah. and realize that there's nothing in the rule book that says they can't enter as a mixed, uh, sorry, as a pair. Right. skating, and it's never been done. Two men uh, right. in a, in mixed skating. So event. funny. Yeah. And just the idea of him being the bad boy of ice skating, oh, 
Yeah. And he's uh, a whore. Yeah. He's drunk. He's a drunk. Yeah. He's all the all the good things about figure skating that they hide from you. You know? <laughs> like this is the real figure skating world, you know? Something tells me that yeah. like uh Who's a famous male? male <laughs> Scott Brown or Scott. no? I know you're. I know no, who you're who thinking am I of. thinking of? Scott something. Yeah. I gotta now. I gotta look up yeah. male figure. Skaters. Male figure skaters. Um, uh, I know. I know who you're thinking of. I doubt that the he, little guy, the bald guy. Yeah, the little bald guy. Little bald, little he, bald guy. He was even in. I think he was. I, I think he was announcer or something. An announcer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look up male figure. Yeah, skaters. even uh, Nancy Kerrigan made an appearance. So that I have to talk about that scene. Okay. Because yeah. That as many times as I've watched Blades of Glory, right. I will literally spit take whatever is in my mouth yeah. when he sees her at the hearing yeah. to see if they get banned. Yeah. And he goes, Nancy Kerrigan, nice to see you. <laughs> he goes, are you an official here? Because you're officially giving me a boner. <laughs> I lose it every you, he's, time. He's so funny in the movie. Um, you know. So I'm looking up male... Uh, Johnny Weir. Scott Hamilton? Is, Scott Hamilton? I think it's Scott Hamilton. Hamilton? Johnny right. Weir is very much like the uh, the heater character. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. were to put them in uh, Brian Botano. Okay. Uh, Scott Hamilton there was the one I'm Scott thinking Scott Hamilton, of. there you so go, there you go. My, my, going back to that joke, I don't imagine that Scott Hamilton like drinks and goes and does when he was performing. And, and uh, well. Kurt, Kurt Browning. Was the other one. I was mixing up Scott. Then with, once again, uh, I'm going to tip my hat okay. to the figure skating world's marketing team. To keeping that Because they're stuff. hiding it all yeah. under wraps. <laughs> you don't know the deep, deep, dark belly of male figure skating. Uh, what was the dangerous move yeah. that Craig T. Nelson tried to teach them so oh, that they could win? Crap. What was, it, what was it called? Win the competition. Oh, God. The Flying Lotus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. Oh my god! Oh, it was. It's it, a funny. It's movie. really funny. So Chaz, underrated, underrated. Chaz Michael Michaels. Yeah, really great. Yeah. Character. And John Heater was really funny in it too. Yeah, he was. He was. He was really good in it. But yeah, no. Uh, to me, that was one of Will Ferrell's best performances that people don't talk about. Okay, people don't talk about that. So yeah, they also don't talk about this next movie, which you and I talk a fucking lot about. Yeah, like we every quote, day. This movie came out 11, 20, 12... 13 years 13 ago. 13 years now. ago, yeah. 13 years ago, and we to this day, every day, quote this movie every to day. each other. In some way, in some form. We'll work it into conversation. Yeah. 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 Every day. And we're talking about 2008 Semi Pro. Now, also, everyone knows listening to this podcast that we have a Funko shop where we are the Funko guys yeah. in Canada. Why they've never made oh. a Jackie Moon. We need a Jackie Moon. Funko Pop. With his it's hair flocked. Me. His hair is flocked. Target oh, excuses. Flocked, yeah. Yeah. I also imagine, you remember how they did the sexy Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They should do that pose in yeah. a pop yeah. of Jackie Moon nude oh. with the basketball in front of his junk like on his album cover. Oh, 100%. That would be... Love me sexy. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's musical. You could, yeah. you could click a button. Oh. You know the Darth Vader light and sound? Yeah. Pop? Yeah. So the Jackie Moon laying hor- like horizontally yeah. nude yeah. Uh, with the uh, with the flocked fro, mm-hmm. basketball in front of his junk, and you click a button and it plays Love Me Sexy. That's I have that ringtone, remember? Oh, you do? Yeah. I know. I actually purchased that. Like, <laughs> I it wasn't free. I had to buy that. 
So and they invented that song purely for the movie. Yeah. And it is comedy. I don't know what it is about that movie. We just love it. Yeah. I remember when we saw it too. We we that was back when the galaxy wasn't open in Aurelia yet. And I remember it was yeah. me, you, and I think I might have been with Daleman. Okay. And we went to the old Aurelia Theater, which was downtown. And it was shady. Yeah, that was a like, part of we town were, I had never expected we to go were to. Like, yeah. We really want to see this, but we're going to get stabbed. <laughs> Big time. So, um, Shout out to your, uh, the town of Aurelia. Town of Aurelia. <laughs> they got a new theater. Go there. Don't go to the old one. Yeah, don't go to the old one. Yeah. Um, pretty sure it got condemned. It's okay. Um, Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Uh, and then, of course, uh, like it, it's, yeah, I don't even know. You and I just, I don't know what it is about this movie that you and I just fell in love with. I mean, I we love everybody's everything. character. Uh, the announcer is the best. Oh, Dick, Pepper Dick Pepperfield. Dick who is Pe- uh, yeah. played by Andrew Daly. Yeah. Absolutely stole yeah. so many scenes. So many scenes was his. And, uh, uh, with him and with Will Arnett. Will Arnett, yeah. yeah. His little one-liners that you just... <laughs> you just those are the best. I watch it at least once a month. I watch this movie. He for goes, sure. uh, yeah. I know for sure this one is is yeah. definitely streaming on Netflix. So yeah. if you've never seen Semi Pro, mm-hmm. uh, watch it on Netflix. Jackie Moon yeah. is Will Ferrell's character. He plays an NBA owner. Yeah. Sorry, not NBA. Sorry. Like yeah. a, a ABA. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like garbage team yeah uh the flint michigan tropics yeah late 70s uh yeah it takes place in the late, 70s. late 70s yeah, yeah and he is the owner coach yeah and player and player yeah and <laughs> <laughs> they are being absorbed the league is folding yeah and some teams like the new jersey nets and san antonio spurs were going to be absorbed by the nba yeah and the rest of the teams are going to dissolve right and he was fighting to get flint michigan tropics part of the nba right and be a real owner mm-hmm. and just the comedy with the it's hard r-rated yeah it is hilarious he so, many one liner, so many one-liners so many one-liners and tons of yeah. one. it's yeah. it's so quotable yeah yeah it's dumb but amazing it's so funny. that's where i'm going with that yeah you know so jackie moon for us yeah, it's right up there for right me. Up right there. up there. Yeah. So. All right. So, staying in 2008, we go back to John C. Riley and one of probably my favorite comedies of all time. Even mm-hmm. we're ranking just Will Ferrell films in this podcast. But mm-hmm. if I were to have my top ten comedies of all time, yeah, film wise, yeah. uh, this movie would make that list, and that's uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Also in 2008. Yeah. Also, what I think is. Now, probably next to obviously Ron Burgundy, probably the movie he's most known for. I'd say because yeah, yeah younger people wouldn't know some of these older films, mm-hmm. but I mean that's only thirteen years ago now, yeah. so yeah. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, no, I think he's just become so well known for Brendan Brendan Huff. Like he was, yeah, yeah. And Dale again, Doback, Dale was Doback was John C. Riley, Riley. Yeah. and yeah, again, just the perfect casting. You know, yeah, couldn't even. You, I don't even know who else you could possibly put in that. You know, so no, they killed it. They were bang on. It and, was yeah. absolutely hilarious. So yeah. Brennan and Dale are both forty-year-olds who've never left home. Yeah, and their parents start to date and get married, and yeah. they have to live with each other. Yeah, and they're basically. And they hate each other, but they're exactly alike and become ultimate. Do we just become best friends? Yeah. We also quote this movie quite a bit, probably yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think though, and I, I don't want to say it because people get angry with me, okay. but I think I liked John C. Riley more in this 
than Will Ferrell. Oh my god! I think I think I like Dale Doback <laughs> more. Did you touch my drum set? Did you touch my drum set? The yeah. whole scene where he's walking around in his underwear with his dad, and he's oh like, my god. "We do guy stuff. We go on riverboat gambling cruises. We make our own beef jerky. We <laughs> with the door open. We've, We've literally, literally never done any yeah, of those. Like things. I just the lines, <laughs> Dale Doback's lines to me okay. were like hilarious. Okay, so I think I I still. I'm not crapping on Bre- on Brendan Huff. Yeah, he still was, you know, a major part. But I think, I think I like the Aldo back better. Okay, I think I'm just saying it. All right, that's what this podcast is about. We're just getting some interesting conversation going back and forth. Right? You know, just let it marinate for a little, a little bit. Jibber jabber. Let it sit there in your stomach. Just let it go. <laughs> let just, it marinate. Let it marinate. Think about it. Just think about <laughs> it before you start giving me hate that's speech. An, that's another. Yeah, that's another topic. Yeah. I mean, not for this podcast, but another yeah. topic of of iconic. Um, buddy comedy movies in which character outshone the other one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. All right. Just saying. All right. All right. So, uh, Brendan Huff from 2008 mm-hmm. Step Brothers, a great role from Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, in a hilarious movie. Uh, 2010, this is the first time he partners with Mark Wahlberg. Yep. In The Other Guys. Yeah. Which is a cop comedy. Mm-hmm. Now, the overall movie, mm-hmm. I'm actually not a huge fan. No. Yeah, it's okay. It's it's pretty good, but yeah. But I think yeah. Will Ferrell, yeah, is extremely good. He's really him. funny, really yeah. funny. Yeah, the whole I think where he the role takes a turn and makes it even funnier is when Mark Wahlberg finds out that he's only ever dated hot, like smoking. His wife oh, is yeah. hot, yeah, and his exes are hot, yeah. like yeah. for whatever reason, extremely attractive, like model, yeah, worthy women. Yeah, Wahlberg can't. He can't, he can't fathom it. He can't it. get it through yeah. his head. He's just like, Will I Ferrell don't... looks like Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, and he's even more geeked out yeah. than normal in yeah. this role. Like, he's actually, he, he's a detective, but he's he's usually on his, at the desk. He's not doing, he has yeah. those old, like, weird glasses, yeah. and yeah. That's where he does the desk pop. The desk pop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. You ever shot your gun off at your desk before? Yeah, um, yeah it's. It's really funny though, yeah. And Michael Keaton steals oh, it. Oh my gosh! Playing the com- their commissioner or whatever you want to call it, uh, captain, sergeant, captain, captain, sergeant, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Rock's in it for about thirty seconds with Samuel uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. It it was a good movie, and it really showed that he, him, and and Wahlberg can 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 play well off each other, right? Yeah, so we I think, wouldn't have yeah. gotten Daddy's Home without this movie. Yeah. So if anything, we learned that these two guys are. You know they can they can they can make this work, which you, know? you wouldn't actually thinking ahead mm-hmm. like or I guess looking back, mm-hmm. you wouldn't say, oh yeah, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell in a buddy comedy movie, yeah, exactly. But yeah. it works. It they, works. They yeah. do have a great chemistry. Yeah, I'll, I agree with you. The movie isn't you know in my top ten by any means, but it's still pretty funny. You know, I I do like Will Ferrell's character mm-hmm. in this film more than I like the film itself. Mm-hmm. I just think the like for me, I also like a little bit of plot, mm-hmm. and there was uh, it just didn't. Yeah, there wasn't much plot in this. It, the plot yeah. was horrible. Yeah, but it also but, showcased that probably the first time ever you could see that Wahlberg's got comedy chops too. Uh, yeah, I'd put for the that most part in know? a more like in a more leading fashion yeah. where. Like I think right before that, it, I'm I'm just going off memory here. Mm. 
uh, date night with Tina Fey and and uh, oh yeah 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 I remember that yeah he did shoot yeah. uh, Steve Carell Steve Carell yeah and he makes a com- comedic appearance and I think yeah. it's before this film actually so. was Ted before this no Ted oh. probably was well wait first year was Ted was what year was Ted yeah, I think maybe. it was two thousand eight. Oh, so maybe Ted was before this. Look. Oh, so maybe we're both Maybe we're wrong because Walbert was so funny. Because he Ted. was so good in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to look that up because I want to, you're right. I want to know what year Ted was. Yeah. In. Yeah. 2012. So actually. Same year. No, two years after. Two years, two after. years after. So yeah. this really was yeah. his first, like, because he's extremely known for mm-hmm. dr- drama. Yeah, and action movies. And action. And, yeah. So I think that this buddy comedy film with Will Ferrell got him going because. We wouldn't have that one with uh, where he tries to adopt the kids. That um, oh, the instant family, instant family. That movie was pretty funny, and it was funny. And I cried, which is good. And the um, and then yeah, in Ted, yeah. So I think this movie, mm-hmm. even though we are ranking Will Ferrell characters here, mm-hmm. but I think this made Wahlberg do comedy. Yeah, well, this film, and then that led to Daddy's Home. But we'll get to that. So yeah, yeah. another time teaming another with time. Will yeah. Ferrell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, let's move on from this. All right, so <laughs> I like how you're like, all right. We're done. done Other guys, yeah. done. Done. Okay. Go. Uh, the campaign mm-hmm. in 2012 uh, is the first time he teamed with Zach Galifianakis. Underrated movie. And a lot of people maybe haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. It is extremely underrated. Yeah. And although Will Ferrell has a great character in it, and yeah. it is the two of them on the poster, this movie is more Zach Galifianakis. It is. It is more Zach's movie yeah. for sure, but- but even going back to what I said about Dale Doback, um, yeah. I feel that Will Ferrell's lines were so much funnier. Yeah. Like the things that he said as <laughs> as representative Cam Brady were just offside. They were. Like the stuff that he said was just yeah. like, oh my God, that was so funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have like, to rewatch that now. I haven't like watched it he, in forever. When he went to uh, to to apologize to his girlfriend and he called the wrong house and it was on the, the oh answering machine and it was the guy from 30 Rock. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh my God, that. Kenneth from 30 Rock. Yeah. So funny. And then he's just, and then when they're we're talking about his, his, they're doing his ad campaigns and stuff and they're just yeah. so offside. He's like, yes. And then his campaign director is like, no. He's you like, can't yes. air that. You can't air that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think, I definitely think it was, it was Zach Galifianakis's movie but yeah. I think Will Ferrell kind of stole it. Okay. In my opinion. A now, little bit. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that next one on the list. I think okay. we should save that for last. Okay, sure. Um, so I'm going to go to 2015 mm-hmm. with, again, he's, uh, I, I feel at this point, like going through this list, mm-hmm. even though he's a star, he yeah. has wicked uh, comedic uh, secondary roles. Yeah, he's starting to do that. That's what he's. Yeah, that's his new thing now. Is he's going to team up with someone? Yeah. and they're going to play off each other. So John C. Riley, Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. and then Zach Galifianakis, and then in 2015, uh, uh, he plays James mm-hmm. uh, in Get Hard. Yeah. with um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Thank you. I don't know why yeah. I blanked on that. And, and Kevin, a good movie. It's funny. Funny movie. Very yeah. funny movie. Actually, so yeah. he plays yeah. a um, a guy who's going to go to jail for white collar crime. He's yeah. being framed. Being framed. Yeah. And yeah. he is spoiler alert. Uh, ra- race. Well, I don't. Know, it's yeah. Uh, racistly 
assuming yeah. that his uh, uh he, he owned a car wash. Was, he was a car wash, I think, in the building. I think. Yeah. 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 That because he's African American, yeah. uh, he's asking him for advice about getting to prison. Yeah. And of course, the uh, Kevin Hart's never been to prison. Right. Right. Uh, and he's teaching him how to quote the movie title yeah. "Get Hard." Yeah. And it's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, again, a movie I don't think that really gets talked about very much. Yeah. And, and on both sides, like people don't really talk about it in Kevin Hart's filmography either, right? Like mm. it's not really something that people really talk about, but it's funny. It's, it's a definitely funny. funny. Movie. Um, it's not in my top 10 by any means, not my top five, but it's it's yeah. funny. Yeah. So the character mm. of, of, I think the character that he plays mm-hmm. is something he does really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a normal guy and I'm kind of getting into these situations. It's almost actually very similar to the type of character Brad in mm-hmm. Daddy's Home where yeah, he's, he's just oblivious. Oblivious. Oblivious to word. what's going yeah. on around him and yeah. and this one he's he's super rich, white privilege. Yeah. All that doesn't realize it, doesn't realize he's being framed, doesn't realize any of it. He's just oblivious to what's going on around him. Yeah. So uh yeah, yeah. Funny character. Yeah. Uh, so then we got to go into Daddy's Home, and we might as well talk about one and two. Right. It was 2000, same year as Get Hard, 2015, mm-hmm. and then the sequel's in 2017. Yeah. And it's, again, reteaming now with Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. in what I think is financially a better uh, venue for the two of them mm-hmm. uh, than the Buddy Cop film. Yeah. And able to, what I think... I, I, I 100% they might do a third one. I could see I it. think they bolted over $100 million at the box office. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were financially successful films. And I think this is one of my favorite Will Ferrell characters. Yeah. I love Daddy's Home. Yeah. Love both of them. Um, like I said, I think it's more of an ensemble. But he nails it as Brad. Yeah. He is so funny. And and some of his lines are just classic. They're just so... I- <laughs> Like yeah, him him uh, keep getting Wahlberg to put his shirt back on. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what I mean. Why don't you put your shirt on? You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, so funny. And uh, yeah, even the scenes uh, he again. I, I'm gonna keep going on about um, now. Now I'm blanking on his name, and I already said it earlier. Oh, um, John Lithgow. No, no, no. Um, Sorry, his boss, oh, Thomas Hayden. Thomas Church. Hayden Church. Why am yeah. I blanking on that? Just that's the way he played off with Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Like when he's telling him that story in the boardroom, I I've watched that scene so many times. And what yeah. nobody sees at the beginning of that scene yeah. is that the boardroom is filled with other people, yeah. and they're on a speaker call with London. <laughs> yeah. yeah, while he's telling the story, like it's insane. But the way Brad is like, I'm gonna tell you a story. No, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And her 23 year old son turned out to be her to be her to be her husband. I never saw that coming. I did. <laughs> One minute into the story. Yeah, yeah. Thomas Hayden Church is. Yeah extremely underrated yeah so and then when they go into the second one they cast the fathers absolutely perfect i agree bang on mel Um, gibson plays mark Wahlberg's dad yeah i don't think they could have gotten any other better casting Mm -hmm. than having john lithgow yeah play will ferrell's oh it's bang on so funny yeah um yeah i mean again like i said it's it's right up there for me as a movie I'm not sure if it's up there for me as his top three or five roles, but for me as a movie, it's up okay. there. All know? right. As a role, it's not in my top. Maybe it's my top five. It might be five. But so we're going to talk about yeah. this next one that happened after the Daddy's Home sequel mm-hmm. in 2018, 
very briefly because mm. we have a lot of more positive things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Holmes and Watson, he reteams for a third time with John C. Riley. Oh, they yeah. rumored this movie for years. Yeah. It got shelved, it got um, rewrites, and then yeah. they released it. And it was a hot steaming bag of garbage. It was not good. Holmes and Watson, where they play, yeah. obviously, the iconic Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Insanely and it was disappointing. so bad. Insanely disappointing. Could have been yeah. such a great idea. Yeah. And it it bombed at the box office. It was just bad. It so now horrible. I feel like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley need to do something else, whether it's Step Brothers 2 mm. or a completely new idea vehicle yeah. with the two of them to make up for that piece of crap yeah i want to see something original yeah yeah but so, yeah holmes and watson was really I was so bad. excited for that when really we bad. even when we heard about it we're like oh my god those two is holmes and watson yeah yes we're in so bad it's it so really bad. bad i never even finished it i yeah. didn't shut it off yeah. because i tried to give a movie mm-hmm. the only sh- movie i've ever ever mm-hmm. watched and then shut off was mm-hmm. dune Mm. which i talked about on a previous podcast yes you did yeah yeah. uh so i watched this one to the end hoping it would get better and i'll spoiler it didn't didn't there you go Uh, okay so last on our list because it's the most current uh film role and you and i watch this uh you more than me i watch this movie an unhealthy amount of times he plays lars erickson in the netflix film uh eurovision yeah and holy shit yeah. Was it funny? I thought it was so funny. When he, his character uh, is, uh, just quick, they're from Sweden. Sweden, yeah. yeah. And they want to be uh, on this, uh, like, American, American Idol, Idol for yeah. Europe. Yeah. It called Eurovision yeah. show, and they're awful. Him and- No, um, they're not awful. They're they're pretty good. They're just, they're well, what happens around them is awful. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And yeah. it was, sorry, uh, Canadian actress Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, yeah. Plays yeah. his partner- and uh, anyway, yeah. they end up do going to the Eurovision yeah. show. But for me, it's the crap that comes out of Will Ferrell's it's mouth. So funny. That so makes funny. this character so funny. Yeah. Like when he's in the, how much he hates Americans. Oh, God. And so he's funny. in the backseat of those Americans' cars and they're driving him to the show. Yeah. And even though they're doing something for him. Yeah. He's still, he's still <laughs> taking shots at them the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's got he's got so it. many funny little one liners that you yeah. wouldn't even you just got to watch it a second time to pick up on. Yeah, so funny. Uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed this movie. I don't know why I enjoyed it so much. I just did. I've probably watched it probably north of ten times now. That's the great thing yeah. about Netflix too, when because yeah. y- you can so easily just watch it again. I throw it on while you're doing something else in the background. You know, like so, back in 2008 yeah. when Step Brothers came out, you had to go to the. Th- you went to the theater. Yeah. Like yeah. I saw it two, two or three times in the theater. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those things now where Eurovision comes out in 2020 yeah. straight to Netflix original film. And you can yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to watch it again. Gotta I'm going to watch, it, watch again. it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. easily more easily accessible. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's some great other characters in that that are really funny also. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding dong. Yeah. Yeah. Ding dong. Yeah. Yeah. Ding dong. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, Pierce Brosnan plays. Pierce his dad. Brosnan plays his dad, who's really funny, and the guy who plays the German singer is so funny. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's I don't in, know the actor, but yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in Night of the Museum and a bunch of other stuff. I had to look it up because it looked okay. familiar, but he was really funny. I don't know his name offhand. I could probably look it up. Yeah, I'm not I going look to look it up. But um, yeah, he was really funny. He definitely he stole some scenes in the movie big time. So I'm gonna look it yeah. up just so we can say it for reference here, okay. quick. 
uh, let's see. He was Alexander Lemtoff. Right? Yeah, Lemtoff. Yeah. 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 Dan Stevens is the yeah. actor. Anyway, yeah. he killed it. Yeah, you wouldn't know him uh, from his name, but his but his filmography would be like, oh, okay, I know, I've seen him in that and that, and like yeah, he's, he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So he was really funny and stole a lot of really funny scenes. But but uh, yeah, Lars Erickson had some great little lines here and there, yeah. and, and I just liked the movie as a whole. I thought it was super funny. Now we had to save this role for the end mm-hmm. because it's almost impossible to talk about this at the beginning of the podcast like to me possibly his most iconic again we're going to rate our favorites that mm-hmm. doesn't that's separate from this being an iconic role right and that is going back to 2004 for the original and then the sequel in 2013 mm-hmm. Ron Burgundy yeah. yeah i don't know how we could we can't do this podcast without leaving the best for last yeah uh when that movie first came out right I cried, yeah. died laughing. We to the again to this day, and we're talking about a movie that is seventeen years ago yeah. now. Yeah, and we quote it Daily. all the time, every day, every day, multiple times every day. What yeah. I love about the film uh, the most, mm-hmm. and, and not only is it literally one of the most quotable films to this day, mm-hmm. is how much that it was ad libbed. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many takes i remember yeah. that they had a four hour version which i've watched yeah with multiple takes and stuff yeah uh it, it it's insane how like all the stuff that comes out of ron burgundy's mouth yeah he created this iconic character that's with us for life right yeah. and he could bring it back now anytime so and more it would recently, just be so funny yeah so more recently they actually had a ron burgundy podcast yeah uh which was hilarious. And yeah. then do you remember when he came to TSN? Yeah, for the Olympics. For the for curling. Was it, was it curling? I think it was the curling championship. I thought it was the Olympics. It might have been curling, yeah. That was right around when the sequel was coming out. He was right. promoting it. Yeah. And yeah. he went as yeah. Ron Burgundy. Yeah. And and did the play by play for for curling, yeah. I think. That's it, what I mean. It's hilarious. So funny. So funny. Yeah. And I from I'm kind of a big deal yeah. to yeah. Uh, oh, everything. Sex Panther Cologne, the, uh, which is, again, obviously that's Paul Rudd, but still, I mean, you it's know. It's just a part of the just film. Just a part of the film. That's yeah. a, that, that smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, right? <laughs> like that it's, smells like pure gasoline. Like, again, it's just, and the cast was perfect, you know. Yeah. Veronica Corningstone was the perfect person to cast, yeah. you know. So, no. Christina uh, Applegate. Now, again, the know. sequel disappointed the planet. Um, I we think wanted more wanted because more. the first was so iconic. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I mean. I just don't think it lived up to I almost think like it, it couldn't ever live up to it. I, I think know? it's impossible. Yeah, when I think you it was have, just too much. When you have something that strikes lightning in a bottle like mm-hmm. that and that you was we'll still quote it almost 20 years later, mm-hmm. how can you do a sequel and it live up? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like whether it's yeah. him playing the jazz flute, uh, the, the whole thing with the bear, that cameo thing with Jack Black. Yeah. I, the I'm kind of a big deal speech, the yeah. whole speech. Yeah. My apartment smells like rich mahogany. Yeah. yeah. All of I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, it, it's it was too hard to back it up. It's insane. It's just too it's too hard. It's too hard. Too much pressure. Shouldn't have done it, in my yeah. opinion. For the sequel. For the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it. It's just we love it. Just don't don't do it. But they did it, and that's that. So. But Ron Burgundy yeah. is a character. Ron Burgundy's character was the best. Will go down as one of. Like the great, it, no matter what he does in the mm-hmm. next, 
you know, the next chapter mm-hmm. that is Will Ferrell, I, I don't think like Ron Burgundy will stick out mm-hmm. in my head as one of my favorite things. He'll of all always time. be Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Always. But he's just talking to his dog. Yeah. Baxter. Yeah. I don't I'm not even mad. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, a whole wheel of cheese? <laughs> you pooped in the refrigerator. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not even mad. That's amazing. I don't think we yeah. get. We had to save the uh, discussion of Ron Burgundy till the end of this podcast. So yeah. those are the, his start to finish, his most iconic roles mm-hmm. of the last twenty years. So K Dog, mm-hmm. uh, what is your top five in no particular order? Let's do that because I I feel like it's impossible. Although we are we are we did say we we're going to rank. No, we got to put them in order. I, if I'm All putting right. if I'm putting them in order, I'm, right. pu- I'm still. For me, I'm still putting Buddy the Elf as number one. Okay. I'm putting Ron Burgundy as number two. Okay. I'm putting Jackie Moon as number three. Oh, my God. I'm putting Chaz Michael Michaels as number four. <laughs> okay. And I think I'm putting, yeah, I'm going to go with Brad as number five. It was between that or Brendan Huff, Brad okay. from Daddy's Home. All right. That's what I'm going with. And it was hard because I, I wanted to put Lars in there, but this I'm not is going really to. tough. Honestly, yeah. this might be the toughest decision I've ever had to make. Mm hmm. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. This is extremely tough for me. Yeah, this is Sophie's choice. I'm going to go with, uh, so my top five is going to be, uh, number five is going to be Frank the Tank. Okay. I went the opposite way. I went one to five. You're going five to one. I'm going to go five to one. Okay. I'm going to go yeah. Frank the Tank. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, oh my God, Chaz Michael Michaels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say is number four. I'm going to have to do Jackie Moon is number three, mm-hmm. number two, Buddy the Elf, and number one's Ron Burgundy. There you go. I, All right. I, there you go. I That's was, close. We're close. That was extremely tough. Yeah, we're extremely close. Extremely tough. It was close. That was. Yeah. That And I'm leaving off some ones that I love. Yeah. But, like, again, in Brendan Huff. Yeah, it's it's tough, right? I, I yeah. don't even, I couldn't squeeze Brendan Huff in the top five. Yeah. And I love that movie so much. Yeah. Ranking Will Ferrell's. Top roles uh, is a tough, tough challenge. We mm-hmm. challenge you guys. What are your, if you were to rank Will Ferrell's film roles, not the movies, yeah, but the roles. The roles, not the movies. Yeah. What is your top five? You can uh, DM us on social media. It's mm-hmm. at K-Dog and Fish. Uh, maybe we'll throw, once this podcast goes uh, up, uh, we will put a poll on Instagram. Uh, tell us what you think. The top ranking, Will, what's your top five or top three or even just your favorite Will Ferrell uh, film role? Uh, I think we should do this podcast again in 10 yeah. years and see if there's other ones that might creep in there. I feel like I should have, Lars should have been my number five, not Brad. Oh, yeah, but you watch, you love Daddy's I do Home. love Daddy's Home, but then again. Do I, you want to change it? No, nope, I'm sticking with it because I still, yeah, no. I do love it because it's an ensemble cast, but he is pretty damn funny the more I'm thinking about it. So I'm sticking with Brad. Okay. Sticking with Brad. Sticking, sticking with, with Daddy's Brad. Home is number five. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, mm. and our website. Don't forget Go- Friendster. Uh, that doesn't exist. It goes live. No. Yeah. Just not, click the button. No. Not yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's just a little <laughs> microphone right next to our profile. 
And make sure to follow at K-Dog and Fish on all social media. And you can uh, shop with us online at kdogandfish.com. Yep. Uh, as well, we have a great YouTube channel that you can check out. It's uh, amazing. We just uh, opened an insane box of grails. We got to do more YouTube. And our next YouTube show, we are going. Are we going to do the Avengers Assemble? Sure. I think uh, we unbox all six pieces yeah. and show what they look like together it's it's a really cool idea sounds like a good time to um, me um yeah we've got a lot going on mm. so uh we thank you guys for tuning in and uh listening to this podcast until next time i'm fish K-Dog. we'll see you again soon ciao